June 10, 1912, a mass laying occurred in the small town of Iowa, claiming the lives of six family members and two of their guests. The murder remains unsolved to this day. Was this home invasion just a random attack, or was the serial killer on the loose going from town to town killing family after family? I am, of course, talking about the Velisca Axe Murders. Join your hosts as we butcher through this unsolved mystery. I'm Casey. I'm Mike. I'm Joyvin Joe. And I'm Matt. So the Bliska Axe murders took place in the evening of June 9th and the early morning of and the early morning of June 10th, 1912, at the Moore's residence in Villisca, Iowa. There were eight victims in total. Six were members of the Moore family, and two were uh, guests that were uh, friends with the older sister. And they were all found bludgeoned and having severe head wounds with an axe. The victims, the victims consisted of parents. Josiah B., 43 years old, Sarah Nee Montgomery, I don't know why it is that her full name, I thought it was just more, uh, age 39, then there was their I four think children. Montgomery's probably her, like, maiden, maiden name, name, maybe. Oh, okay. I don't then know it, if, that, if that was different back then, how that worked, so. Yeah, I'm not sure. Their four children, Herman Montgomery, age 11, Mary her Catherine, name. age 10, Arthur Boyd, age 7, Paul Vernon, age five, and yeah, Mary Catherine was the older sister. Her guests, Ina May and Lena Gertrude Stillinger, and they were ages. It was either eight or nine. I keep seeing two different ages for that one, and okay. then age twelve. I think I think Ina May was First eight, all, and then Lena Gertrude was yeah. 12. And then some of the things that I read that she those kids was have nine the same. Two of those people have the same last name. How many baby daddies? Oh no! Well, guests okay, so there, there was guests? like friends. They had t- yeah. friends over. Oh, there were two guests. That, I think the, the second names for all those kids were their middle names. I don't know. Actually, because that one no, said it's Herman. Back in the day. Came here, Mary and Catherine. You know, that was, Wait. was like, that's like, that's like fucking Eric Wesley. Like, fuck off, dude. That's like literally, a, that's why I was like, oh, yeah, they got the two first names. Shout out to Eric, <laughs> shout out to Eric Wesley. Well, if, if, if that was the case, they all deserve to get butchered. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, Wesley, they're coming for you next. <laughs> you. If they did it, Wesley Wesley would wake up and like catch the axe with his hand. <laughs> 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 Nobody's gonna get this. Of- <gasps> in 1912, and what Joseph. happened? It, it happened at the Moore residence. Ironically, there was none left. Damn. Yeah, yeah, so the family, the Moore family and their two guests were at a children's day program that was coordinated by Sarah at the Presbyterian Presbyterian Church. After it ended at 9.30 p.m., the Moore's family and Stillinger sisters walked back to the Moore's residence, arriving between 9.45 and 10 p.m. At, 10, or, uh, at 7 a.m., June 10th, the Moore's neighbor, Mary Peckham, or Peckham, I don't know how you say that, knocked on their door after noticing they didn't come out for their morning chores. But nobody answered the door. She attempted to open it, but it was locked. So she let the more. What a neighbor, fuck, dude! Like, I know. Like, is anybody home? I'm gonna fucking break in now. <laughs> also, what, anybody a, what a nosy fucking neighbor is like. Hey, they're not, they're not doing their chores. Bitch. I also heard that their horse. <laughs> I also heard that their horse or, or I don't know what the fuck they had. Some larger animal was freaking out. I so think it was their like, horses. A horse, and it's like the fuck's going on over there. The fuck going on? <laughs> but she's just you know, like, this is on the door. It's like, well, nobody's answering. I might as well just walk in. And yeah, this you is know, back I'll, then when they didn't lock their doors normally. So well, I was gonna say their their whole uh, their whole town, their population was twelve hundred and fifty people approximately. So there was probably there. Everybody was probably like in town wise. You know, it was pretty probably close knit. And then especially you'd probably be close to your neighbors unless they were cunts. And then obviously you'd have feuds, but but I think I think it was probably because they were probably close. They probably talked to each other all the time and shit, you know, like yeah, or maybe they didn't get along with, or Mary Peckin didn't get along with them because old Josiah and Sarah used to have non-missionary sex, and that probably pissed them off. <laughs> I can see your shadows on the shades, dude. Didn't the killer like hang up yeah. shit on the windows so yeah. people couldn't see in? Yeah, they hung yeah, he hung shades on anything some, with like, a reflection. Covering. That's the crazy oh, part. Oh, really? 
Yeah. Yeah, he covered the mirrors and mirrors. stuff. Nutty motherfucker, ain't he? Yeah. Um, well, oh, excuse me. So, um, she attempted to open that- it, but it was locked, so she let the Moore's chickens out and called Josiah's brother, Ross Moore, over. Apparently, he didn't have Rachel with him. Josiah! Ross. <laughs> <laughs> Ross used his copy oh. of the house keys after failing to get a response. Ross then went into the parlor, opened the guest bedroom door, and found both of the Stillinger sisters' bodies on the I bed. have, I have a question about that. So, so say, uh, do we got some feedback to someone, uh, or is it just something? It happens stuff? occasionally. It's fine. Okay. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it's Mike so, swinging so say, that hammer cock around, and he's just like, "It just happens." <laughs> so, so say your say your uh, brother is uh, say like okay. So say Matthews and like he's supposed to come out every day, fucking same time, you know. And you go over to his house and knock on his door. He's not answering. So you go to open up his key and let's say matthew has like a five-bedroom house i don't know how big these people's houses was but that's enough to fucking house the all this fucking brady bunch three that's the crazy thing they had three rooms and actually because i was watching videos of people going in the house it's actually pretty fucking small for a two-story house like literally when they they were all small back in the yeah when you walk up the staircase i was like killing them it wasn't like he was going room to room there's multiple people in the room and really he was oh that's the thing he whack-a-mole game yeah, well, he straight when he walked in, he ignored the girls downstairs and went straight for the parents first. But when you walk up the staircase, literally at the foot of the staircase, it's just a bedroom, no door, no nothing. It's just you walk right in and it's there. And then the kids' well, rooms off to the side. It's like fucking weird. I, okay, well that makes more sense. I was gonna say, why would he rush into? Well, it still doesn't make sense actually. Let me. Well, let Wikipedia me get back to that. says that they skipped gonna the say, other kids' room, but. I watched the set up, the layup uh, layout of the house. You you kind well, of he, you walk upstairs. They he for sure skipped the uh, the two. He started uh, in the girls. he started in the parents' room when he started whacking. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He skipped oh, because okay. the guests. So the two bedrooms are upstairs and their guests. But he was in the he was right. in the attic though. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he oh, came down he from the attic. He was. The attic. Oh. Yeah. So he so came he down from the attic, house, killed the parents, and then made his way through. Sure, oh, Wikipedia's got it all kind of chopped up. But, but what I was going to say, the... like, say say Matthew was in, like, you thought Matthew was in distress, and he had a three-bedroom house, same layout. Which room are you going to go to first to figure out where the fuck your brother's at? I would assume his bedroom. Why would you go into the guest oh, room first? Oh, you know what? He did, yeah, he... Maybe that's the guest room was... That doesn't make any sense. Wikipedia he to the house, Wikipedia and then he went inside, he... and then he went to the guest room first. Oh, you but know what? At the base of the stairs, but no, why would you no, check no. that room first I, I instead of like where your brother would be? You I know? get what it was. Okay, so they walked in through the back door to get up to the attic and walk. It, it was just the way they wrote it. He walked past the guest room, but nobody was there at the time, and then went into the attic. So when he got out of the attic, he passed the kids' room to get to. Um, oh no, you're talking about the brother. I was just talking about the killer. It doesn't make any sense. The killer was yeah. waiting in the attic, but Wikipedia had it made it made it seem like he walked past the downstairs room. But I think what they're saying is he must have walked through the uh, back door, climbed up, whatever, unhatched the back door, or whatever, unlatched it, uh, walked upstairs. They were saying he passed the guest room itself. Not that there's anybody in there. I think I read it weird, but yeah. Um, yeah, the brother just walked in. The first thing he's gonna see, though, after the parlor, which what what the fuck is the parlor? Is that the living room? Yeah. Okay, because the way the back where the front door, it, yeah, because I know the back door. Haircuts. Haircuts. It's like the entrance to your house. It's where you. No, that's where they get, get their haircuts. Because the, <laughs> the guest the guest room, he, it would make sense. It's first thing he looked at because the guest room was the only room downstairs. Like the other two rooms were right upstairs, and they're right next to the. Um, I looked at the like the layout thing. The attic? What the fuck? Why did the TV flash to the Wi-Fi connection? Um, Your porn's about to go on the screen. You gotta <laughs> fucking turn, turn your Wi-Fi no, off. It, it, the only way to get to that is if somebody takes the remote and goes to uh, check connection. Or set up connection. And it went to that and it was just on Netflix. Anyways, um, yeah, the attic door is, like, up there with those two bedrooms. 
is what I was yeah. going on about. But yeah, it would make sense. That's the first room he's going to see when he comes in. It's going to be the guest room. And uh, that's because there's see. no door, huh? That's okay. Never mind. That makes more sense. Yeah, I'm not sure if there's, there's any no door. doors on the. There was no doors on the two upstairs ones. I forget about. I don't think there was on the downstairs either. I don't think there's any doors in any room. And they didn't have a bathroom. That, there was an outhouse in the back. So it's like, okay, well, that makes sense then. I was like, why would you stop at the. You're, like, why would you check the guest room first over your like so brother's be real. bedroom? Yes, I'm gonna be real. If I was a fucking little kid and I didn't take a shit in the middle of the night, I'm shitting in some uh, a cup or something. I'm not going outside <laughs> in the backyard with everything, all the weird noises to go take a shit. I'm gonna poop really bad. I drink some milk. You know it does stuff, dude. Go give me a glass from downstairs. I'm scared. <laughs> I've done it when one of my family's been in the bathroom, like at night, gone into my backyard and taking a shit. I used to have Matthew go to the bathroom with me just, when we were I kids. I was too scared. <laughs> like, I'm telling Russell you right now. Russell used to wake me up Matthew, all the time for that shit. Like, Matthew, come out with me to the outhouse. It's like, man, it's cold out there. Come on, man. <laughs> Russell, Russell used to wake me up all the time, and he'd be like, he'd be like, hey, I have to go to the bathroom when you go wait outside the door. So I go wait outside the door, and then. I'm like, okay, cool. So we go back to the room to go to sleep. And then obviously he's awake. He's like, he's like, well, I'm awake now. You want to talk for like an hour? And just the, like this is what we were kids. And so we just talk about fucking nothing. And I'm like, man, I just want to go to sleep. And then this motherfucker falls asleep. And then I'm wide awake. This motherfucker can talk my ear off for an hour. <laughs> I'm like, God damn you. He, 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 he leaves you like <laughs> riddled with like questions and shit because he starts talking about some philosophical shit and then goes to sleep. And then he's like, out. all right. It's like, all right, like, well, I'm going to head what out. What if there's a boogeyman? <laughs> what if there's a ghost that's going to kill us when we go to sleep? <laughs> Russell? <laughs> <laughs> like, I heard from, he's like, I heard from grandma that, that uh, <laughs> the devil tries to get you as you sleep when you, uh, after you leave the, the bathroom. Nope, what? Good night. <sighs> good night. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, don't worry. He never attacks the firstborn. <laughs> That's a god thing. <laughs> it does say nothing about the middle childs, though, so. <laughs> Guess you're in the middle of it. Anyways, good luck. Good luck. You're in the good thick of luck. it. So, Mary Peckham, he had Mary Peckham. Uh, the brother had Mary Peckham call the uh, Velisca primary peace officer. Henry Hank! Hank Hawkins! Which is the most superhero fucking comic book name that I have ever heard. Henry Hank Horton. Just I know, dude. Henry what a badass Hank name. Is, yeah. Henry Hank Horton. Do you think they actually... They didn't, they didn't have phones back then, did they? No, I don't know what they meant by call. No. And I don't know yeah, when okay. phones were invented. Henry! Yeah, they they were out hey, Henry! Henry! Some, some little girls up in this house. <laughs> There's more girls up in this house. So he yeah, searched the see. house and revealed that the Moore family, along with the cylinder, they had phones. Oh, okay. So obviously, the murder weapon was an axe, and it was owned well, by Josiah. I don't know if they had phones, but phones were invented before 1870. I guess they're 18. Spread uh, 1877. Construction of the first regular phone line from. I don't know, dude. They like. I'm trying to look at like the authenticity. Well, they called. It said they called so. Yeah, that's what Wikipedia said, but I don't know if they meant like call, like call over or not, because I also all the stuff from Wikipedia yeah, that, I just try to shorten stuff up so I cut things out. So they may have said call over, or it could have just been call. Well, um, I, I wrote some shit down too. So it said call also. Down. All right, you want to go note to note? Fucking eat my asshole. I'm just kidding. So yeah, the murder weapon though was obviously an axe, but it was owned by Josiah, which they found. Uh, he, in the told, no, he told he told Peckham to call Hank Horton. Yeah, that's what I was Henry saying. He, yeah, I said, so Hi. I'm sure I'm sure she yeah. probably ran back to her house and got on got on the line. It's like <laughs> <laughs> this drastically. Gosh, oh my god, gotta restart. <laughs> Damn rotary phone. <laughs> <laughs> so the phones would be at like banks or like offices and stuff like that uh, in 1900 about one about uh, you know one phone per 126 people thereabouts yeah I didn't see a phone in that so in a but... small town like that it would probably be like in, in, in you know institutional buildings being you know 
post yeah. office, bank, uh, which sheriff, means sheriff office. You know, Superman couldn't save these people because he had to wait in a thirty-minute line to get in the. <laughs> God the damn. So, come on, it's emergency. Yeah, it's all an emergency. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna call my cousin. It's all emergency. Come, come on. Yeah, I'm gonna call the plug. So fuck off, dude. Come on, I need to use the phone. Hey, I'm calling my cousin Vincenzo. I need some something. Uh, insert stereotypical Italian thing here. So yeah, the the doctor. The doctor, yeah, whatever, uh, they conclude. The doctor called the... <laughs> Mama the called the doctor and the doctor said... <laughs> no more kids getting butchered in the bed. No more more or still injured <laughs> kids <laughs> in them beds. I, want I guess they go... actually would be in the bed still. They're dead. Yeah, the only... There was only Casey, one kid that... turned down a little bit. There was only one like kid that... Hella. For what? There was only one kid why. that uh, they thought actually woke up from How about that. that? Because she was... Talking to it. Hello, 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 hello. Yeah, that's better. Ah, fuck! That was How the was joke. That? I that ruined better? it. I, I ruined the joke way before. Yeah. Oh, I'm not even hitting uh, the yellow. The my, well, now I did, but now now it's like <laughs> steady, steady green. So Ooh, the detectives entered the house. They're looking for survivors, but they found no more. Damn. It was suggested that the killer or killers waited patiently in the attic until the victims fell asleep due to the discovery of two spit cigarettes found in the attic. The killer or killers started with Josiah and Sarah Moore in the master bedroom, Josiah getting more axe blows than any of the victims. Wasn't he also the only one who got hit with the blade? Yeah, he was the only one that actually yeah. was murdered. I think he went back... Oh, I, he, he went, went back. back him, yeah. yeah, he went back, but the only one that was like killed by it. But yeah, his face was so cut up that his eyes were missing. And the ceiling had a gouge yeah. mark where the axe was lifted to commit the murder. It says the ceiling, but the video I watched, the guy that went into the house or whatever, because it's like a little fucking monumental fucking whatever, that it, mm-hmm. it's more like in the... It's more like uh, the upper wall near the ceiling kind of yeah. thing. Ghost because I was like, how did he hit the ceiling when he went down? But that the the trajectory lines up when um, when you see the actual etch mark of it. Because it's like up towards the ceiling, the corner of the wall kind of. Mm-hmm. So it's like... Huh, was it like a downward yeah. slope kind of deal? Yeah, it's a weird... Oh, I wish I could fucking... Actually, you probably could find it on Google Images. That's what made no sense to me because I was like, how was he holding that axe unless it was a really small? The ceiling isn't that fucking high up, but it makes sense after actually seeing the mark in the fucking wall. So well, that makes no like, sense to me. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> oh, oh, I was going to say, go ahead, Mike. <laughs> before I read more about this, when I was reading through, <laughs> and I heard this, and I read this part, I was like, hmm. He got like the only. He's the only one who got the blade. He got chopped up more, and they went back. He fucking slept with someone's wife. He f- was fucking around. He, f- you know, that's what I. But I don't like, get he though. Over the wrong dude. No, I don't think so. Well, maybe, but I don't that's know what who's I that initially, fucking. And then I, read I don't later, know. I read more, and I was like, oh wait, no. But that yeah, was my you read initial more like, about instinct when I. Yeah. God damn it. Uh, that was my initial instinct when I was reading, and I just got to this one part. Was like, "Oh, dude, he he uh he fucked some dude's wife." <laughs> he seemed like he really but wanted. That would make sense to me, Josiah. but not Good the extent. Is like, I get just killing him in his sleep yeah. and just yeah. axing him, but I don't get like why you <laughs> kill the whole family and then plus two other girls that weren't even. Well, he yeah, weren't even actually... he knew him. Yeah. Unless, unless he, like, well, if it was someone local, they would have had to know, because there's no way you wouldn't know 1,250 people in your town. Like, you would see somebody around at some point, you know? Mm-hmm. There's no, well, I don't know how spaced up it was either back then. I don't know. I feel like back then that was more, like, tight-knit, like, you, oh, there goes old Joe again. Masturbating in the bushes. <laughs> 
No, but I just don't know how you wouldn't wake up. Like, if someone whacked my wife right next to me with an axe, I feel like that's the crazy thing because that that fucking etch in the wall, like, that means that there was a clunk before, then the impact of it hitting the head. And then what they said, like, 30 times, well, 30 times probably after he came back and did it. Well, was it on the first hit that he hit the roof, or was it just one of the subsequent hits? Oh, you know what? It could have probably happened when he came back around. Honestly, it was. It, well, it was. Well, they probably would have said it was. It wasn't the first hit because there probably would be blood on where the etch mark is. Because if it if it wasn't the first hit, it would hit, he would hit axe him and he'd go back up and he'd hit the roof and it'd leave yeah. like a blood streak and then come back down. But if it was the first one, if he went up and hit it and it was clean, and then he went down. But there was blood splatter everywhere too, so who knows? Yeah, I don't know if they were well equipped back then to deal with. I'm sure murdering uh, people forensics is not that a clean sort. ordeal. Oh yeah, definitely not. Do that. It's probably yeah. There's yeah, no doors. You know stuff. that scene on in in uh, Nightmare on Elm Street bigger. where Johnny Depp gets swallowed by the pool of fucking blood on his bed? That's basically yes. uh, that's what I'm imagining. Uh, look right there, guys. <laughs> It's not all the that was, way. That was actually before yeah. Amber heard shit on it. <laughs> it's not all the. It's up on the wall, close to the corner to the ceiling. <laughs> hmm. See, but the ceiling also it does kind of do a weird curved bend. But that's right when you come up the stairs. Look, this is literally right. That's look at this. Spot. It's a tiny fucking house. Yeah, so you go. Well, that's how up they built these it back. Little, you guys, you guys yeah. been to the Bidwell Mansion, haven't you guys? That's never been inside when I was drunk. <laughs> yeah, not a good thing to I'm say. I'm cultured swine for it. <laughs> I've, I've, never, I've never been in there either. But see how that is? On there on the bedroom, the bedroom's cool. literally as soon as you walk up the stairs. So literally when you walk up the stairs, you hit that bedroom. It's not really much. It's almost like the entrance to a fucking upstairs. It's almost like the same welcome in. Murder me. Look, the mirror's still covered. Yeah, I think they did all that on purpose, or they recovered them themselves. I don't know. It might have been left alone since it's a crime scene. I don't know. Yeah, and all of the mirrors well, are like that. They've had to have restored some shit. So There's no way they just I think left what it happened like was, if we're talking about how mine. So look where the kids. Probably, look where the kids' bedroom is. He, I mean, he probably killed. There's the what? kids' bedroom. Uh, that was the attic door that he just went by, and this is the kids' bedroom. You literally just to the left, slightly to the left, is the kids' bedroom. It's really sad because, like, as I already said, the ages of the kids. Well, he probably walked to the father's bedroom to get one of the only people he thought was a threat out of the way first. Yeah, because he walked yeah, out that attic door, weird. and to yeah. his left, to his left was just the kids' bedroom, but went straight to the adults. But maybe well, yeah. that could have also been you, you want to kill the threat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he got the threat first, and I think what he probably did is after he killed them, probably. And <laughs> He killed the kids and he and probably went back to kill Josiah. It was probably like some kind of act of revenge is why Josiah was mutilated. So he probably went back to, to do more to Josiah's body kind of thing. Yeah, because you know... Well, it was he already, hacked, was he like, already got hacked him up with like the... Well, whatever many yeah. blows yeah, they said he I did. The first, he, like the initial like 15 blows, they'll say. And then he, came, think, he killed everybody else and then he came back and did more wax. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I was saying. That's why I think yeah. what happened. The rest yeah. of the people, the blade wasn't used on them either. Yeah, they were killed by the axe. blunt. But then he Which, went like, and disfigured their faces after they died. Which is kind of fucked up. I'd rather take the blade to the face than the fucking yeah. blunt when we to start, the face. When we start talking about who might have done it, he also the said the reason... Suspects, there's one guy that I'm like, it's that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a bunch of, like, crazy... So yeah, like we were saying, he bludgeoned all the children in their heads. I think the it same was, way as they did I the parents. Other than the, in the process, I think it was Henry Hank Horton with the axe in the ballroom. I think it was the <laughs> butler. Ah, huh. it was Mrs. White. They uh, so with the with everybody. Okay, so he went and he went to the parents' room. Then went to the children's room upstairs and then he finished off downstairs <laughs> and they believe that all the victims except lena had been asleep when they were murdered yeah. uh, they believe that she tried to fight back because she was laying found with the lane or with their arms laying across herself in a defensive matter and she had defensive Wait. wounds on her arm but her nightgown was also pushed up to her waist 
and she wasn't wearing any underwear, so which led officers to believe that she was either raped or sexually assaulted in some form or attempted to be done. Yeah, she also had a defensive wound on her arm. Generally speaking, with serial Oh, did you say that? I'm sorry. I, I yeah. wasn't paying attention. Which is, uh, we'll get we'll get to that theory, but hey, here's a, um, serial killer's uh, sex has to do with it, usually. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and there's also a thing which this guy said in the video where he said it so confidently, like, that was the reason why it happened. But they don't know because they never caught the guy, so you don't know. But it's also, like, a strong belief that covering, that sins aren't seen if you can't catch, if the reflection isn't caught of you doing it. Is why you cover up everything as a reflection. Oh, that's crazy. I didn't yeah, that. that's like a that's a thing. It's like whatever their little fucking thing was, their little ritual thing. It had to. So been that's all you can do to masturbate were... is just cover up a mirror, and I'm good to go. Because in Jew <laughs> in Jewish faith or Hebrew, it's Jewish. You say Jewish, right? Faith or whatever, they cover up mirrors during. Um... Oh God, damn, dude! What is it? Yeah, oh yeah, Jewish, Constantine. Ramadan? Is that Jewish? They, they cover up... Um, I might be being racist. Yeah, so the fucking that out, Mike, don't steal your soul into the mirror or some shit, right? Is that what it is? Well, what was it? Oh, Mike, Mike no, just give him a second. Ask him. Hey, Mike, what's a... Uh, covering mirrors what? in the house of... I don't mind. Shiva? Okay, covering mirrors in the house of Shiva is common practice for many people. During Shiva, mourners abstain... From daily rituals such as Shiva. Shiva. Am I saying Shiva? It's, Shiva's morning. It's, it's I sitting Shiva. I apologize. For that. It's sitting I'm Shiva. I'm going to ask you yeah. about this because I was sure. Okay. You yeah. So then, more yeah. And, so, and it's Jewish morning. Yeah. So and they cover the mirrors because they cover mirrors and shit. So you remember in um? Do you remember Moon Knight? Uh, they were saying that was one of the Easter eggs. The fact that he was covering mirrors was just like a calling to like a Jewish mm. thing. But when they had a flashback to um, be, when they had a flashback to him being a kid when his brother died, they had all the mirrors covered. It's like a thing during the whole whatever. I just don't know the details of it. Yeah, don't I don't know the details either. Like, also, I don't remember. Do Probably. I mean, constant, I they I go through so many different things. Came out of the mirrors and shit. So. Okay, so mirrors are also covered as a way to remind us of the us, the yeah. observation of uh, Shiva is not about ourselves, but rather a time to concentrate on the deceased. There's another reason I thought. Oh, mirrors it, are it, kind uh, of freaky. Vanity. If you think about it. It removes vanity, apparently. Yeah, because they say they don't shave and everything else. Well, when you're sitting Shiva, you it's it's I believe a week of mourning, something like that. And Have you guys uh, ever? Uh... Oh, go ahead. Like usually, you will watch over the body for. Uh, like a couple days. Yeah, some some people thought, or it was also believed that it had, yeah, like a ritualistic or a purpose, or like, like that. that. There's well, a certain like, amount of time you're supposed to wait, or something. I don't know. Well, because okay, so are you talking about like before you like bury them or burn them or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my uh, when my great aunt's uh, late husband died, they said uh. Because they were going to cremate him, she said that Wait, they she didn't want late? him to do it until because he was he's dead. He his period and, uh, but uh, they said they said that <laughs> he, he was he's pregger. Yeah, no. Uh, they my my great aunt said that uh, they need to wait three days for his soul to leave his body. Yeah, that's so, sitting shiva. You shit. You shit. You don't. But shit. she wasn't I'm Jewish. Sure you do at some point, but you you sit with the corpse for three days and. And kind of watch over it and shit like that. It's like it's like uh, sitting move. watch or something like that. It twitched. You mourn. You better just put a coin in my mouth or hand, whatever the Greeks did, so I can pay the toll man. Uh, I was watching Family Guy. And, uh, the troll the, it was one of the door episodes, and the pizza man died. And at the very end, at the very end, they put pepperonis on his eyes. <laughs> oh <laughs> my god! So, it was so funny. That's great. <laughs> So, so you oh, think good. the covering of the mirrors has to do with with that? I think, I think no, that it the just um, been disgusted with themselves. Well, it was. I'm, I'm just thinking. Um, yeah. Well, I was just saying. Um, this guy seems so um, like confident about it that was doing that walkthrough. But I mean, it could have been that. But I was just thinking. Like I was using that as an example because there's many cultures that do do that mirror thing. 
that it was yeah. some kind of ritualistic thing uh, cool. because this isn't the first murder. That's the thing too. Um, there are several murders with similar things where things were covered up like that. Yeah, they covered the windows and stuff. Yeah, and the mirror. Yeah, so it just seemed like it was like a ritualistic, a sin. Like a sin can't be committed if it if you can't Use see the an axe whatever. they found at the building that they yeah were at and left it in an obvious place where it could be found. Mm. He this left is the, it. Uh, he said, "Well, when all the killings were done, he took a four slab, a four pound slab of bacon out of their ice yeah. box." And laid the axe and next laid to it after next, he wiped it yeah, right next to I the did. the two Stillinger sisters, right on the side of the bed. I watched these two guys trying to do a ghost thing from uh, BuzzFeed. And I, I love oh, those guys. I, I was watching but, that until they started being yeah, all, until they started doing the fucking like, yeah, and then I turned the it intro off. Intro started like, out all on. good. I was like, oh, this is this is actually going to be good. And then they, I saw those like ghost events. It's like, okay, we'll see where this goes. And I was like, oh, never mind. I'm yeah, out. I like those two guys up until that point, and then I'm like, come on, you guys. Were they basically calling them pigs for slaughter? Like, I don't know. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It was the whole, kinda, the, the, I instantly the, thought of the boar men from uh, Medenvard, guys. The, the slab of bacon. I was just like, what the? Why? Basically yeah, it's a, it's a weird to him. And then slaughter. they put a base in the water breakfast. somewhere. Yeah, and the, this the thing was... For killing my prize pig. Here's they the wrapped the bacon in a fucking towel and then put it there. But they... Yeah, so... Uh, Smithsonian Magazine, I got this from that. It was a reconstruction of the murder, but I don't get this because they talk about coming out from unlocking the back door and slipping inside, but it, I'm pretty sure they said that they were in the attic waiting, so I don't understand that part. Well, they had but, to get in at some point. Yeah, I think that's what they were saying, but this part was kind of cool. <laughs> they how, taken how, how hard was it to pop a lock back in 1912, you guys? Well, it was, a, it was like a... yeah. yeah. But I mean, it's just yeah. They ended the lots. But anyways, that town didn't really lock their doors and do shit because they weren't a f- wasn't common. But anyways, they took an oil lamp from a dresser, removed the chimney, and placed it under a chair. Bent the wick in two to minimize the flame. Lit the lamp and turned it down so low it cast only the faintest glimmer. The stranger then walked. Okay. This part I didn't understand. It was this is the part about walking past where the sisters slept, but I think it was talking about. Okay, this is just talking about him going upstairs into the thing. Okay, so yeah, we get to the parents. Sorry, I'm just skimming through this because I wrote it weird. So he ignored the the more children sleeping and slipped into the parents' room. Slipped Are you into the parents' room. Kidding me? Okay, so he came out, he ignored the one with the more children in that room, then he slipped into the parents' room. He then raised the axe so high it gouged the ceiling, which was actually more like the side of the wall, as I was saying, and brought the flat of the plate imagine? down. Yeah, Go ahead, Joseph, sorry. Brought the flat of the blade down on the back of Josiah's head, crushing his skull, possibly killing him instantly. Then struck Sarah before she had time to wake uh, awake or beware of the situation. The killer then murdered the four children and returned to the downstairs room to murder the cylinder guests. After they were all successfully murdered, they returned back upstairs. Back upstairs. And systematically reduced the heads of all six of the Moors to a bloody pulp leaving them unrecognizable, Josiah being struck at least 30 times. The strangers then drew up the bedcloth to cover Mr. and Mrs. Moore's shattered heads, placed a gauze undershirt over Herman's face, a dress over Catherine's, covered Boyd and Paul as well, then made their way back to the Stillinger sisters to deliver the same punishment. The killer then toured the house and ritually hung cloths over every mirror and piece of glass in it. At some point, the stranger also took a slab of uncooked bacon we were just talking about from the icebox, wrapped in a towel, and left it on the floor of the downstairs bedroom, close to a short piece keychain that didn't even belong to the Moors. So I didn't understand that keychain thing unless it belonged to one of the girls or it belonged to that person. And they seem to have stayed inside. No, they just said a small keychain, short piece keychain. And the killer stayed for quite some time because they filled up a bowl with water to wash their bloody hands and then let, left the lamp. Uh, I don't know why I wrote that part. And left quietly taking the keys and locking up. So he, like, yeah, went through there, killed killed the parents, 
then the kids, then downstairs to kill the the guest kids, went back upstairs, fucking went to town on them and just kept axing fucking Josiah's face and then fucking covered them all up. A motive, yeah. Yeah, that's what that's what they're saying. They don't they think it was more than one person doing it. But they said that they were in the how you wouldn't wake up. One person Yeah. How do you do it fast? You can't do it fast enough. You can yeah, that's, what, it's loud. that's the crazy part about it. Yeah, because loud. think about it. And did you, oh, you guys didn't, so that video, him walking, they've done remodels to the place and everything, but everything creaks. And it's like, I mean, there was air conditioning in there and everything in every room, which is fucking weird to me because it's like, pretend like there's a whole house, a family. There's more still. than one person, but. Yeah, because then like the creaking and like everything. like a vendetta with as much damage mm. I was done to Josiah, so... And it's weird that only one kid woke up. Man. Yeah, but even then... There's I don't three know. rooms. If you're thinking that, like, someone would And you started up, at the... Yeah, if, there, if there you're starting... There would have to be, like, a whole group of people if you're thinking that everybody needs to be killed at once. Yeah, because well, no, I'm just saying, like, at least the people in the room, like, right? the parents, just the parents I'm really concerned about, is if, if I was laying next to my wife in the bed and someone came in and whacked her head next to me i'd feel the impact of it shaking and then i'd hear the noise as well i'd sit up you know and yeah and then you'd have like then, another second before well yeah wait you didn't know though josiah take, was take an aggressive yeah, but then you would have a defensive you would have defensive <laughs> Casey, marks though you didn't, in, not, in you didn't know so. josiah if you just wake yeah. up for a second you wouldn't like you might startle be like that and pow Casey, you, didn't know, know, you guys ever wake up with a wolf spider on you Dude, Josiah was an aggressive midnight masturbator. <laughs> Josiah was an aggressive midnight masturbator. She was just probably assumed he was at it again and turned to the sides like, here we go again. Well, I think there's a good chance they're both done in at the same time, maybe. Probably. Yeah, there's no defensive. That's why, I mean, they said they believed it was a, they don't know if it was one unless or the guy Unless the guy wielding the axe was like, Quick the other kids could have been been afraid, whack, whack. or just so, like, wake up. Yeah, I have. Well, I've never, I've never. No, that's the thing. So Lena was the only one and swung, yeah. uh, driving a pipe into the ground. <laughs> and a, a sledge is the sledge I was using was much heavier than the fucking, <clears throat> than the fucking axe, and it could go. Yeah. By the way, they're using a hatchet, right? I'm so thinking like a fireman's hatchet. axe is what I was thinking. I'm Whatever it is, it, it, Josiah I'm must have used it. It was Josiah's, so it means it was used no, like to cut like wood and shit. So, okay, so it's a woodsman. It's like, a, like a big. I, I'm, I don't really that's, know what the axe looked like. That's like a um, half second to wake up and find out what's going on before you're hit. Maybe like We're you might have to realize this. It doesn't okay, say yeah. it doesn't say if they're drinking <laughs> before. Maybe they got really drunk and passed out. Like, I'm gonna bring an well, axe over. Joseph and Matthew are gonna lay in bed their, together yeah. like lovers, like you already are. And I'm gonna. I imagine I'm gonna it's just a regular you. woodsman axe, which is. They're I was gonna heavy. say they're not. That I was heavy. gonna say um, they came from a church <laughs> thing, so I don't know how drunk you really get at a, a Presbyterian Presbyterian church. What did I say before? Is it? I don't know, dude. All churches sound the same to me. It was like something with a B in it. The thing I'd be wondering is why other people in the other rooms didn't wake up. Yeah, yeah no, and that's the thing. The only one they said that fucking woke up was Lena. And which makes sense if there's say even And there were signs of a struggle because there was a defensive job. wound on her wrist. Or they could arm. easily do two people upstairs with the adult or two people with the adult. Sorry, I'm not really following the layout. And then one person in the room with the kid that did wake up, uh, and they probably killed. It's the not hard to over. Kid woke up. How, it's a, how old? It's, is presby- the it's Presbyterian. Uh, There's some twelve years or twelve years old. It's not hard to overpower a twelve-year-old. Like yeah, I, I mean, can hold a twelve-year-old down with probably just like a three. Fingers. And you guys, you guys also forget that it was nineteen twelve, and like the, the dude, that... the dude had it in his head that men are stronger, so he had to slice this guy's skull open because he naturally thought that women's skulls were softer. 
I'm just kidding. He, children. He just he like mutilated his <clears throat> shit more, so it was more of a he went back scene, like more of a personal vendetta. I feel like yeah, because he came back and he mutilated each body. He bashed their heads in to where you couldn't even recognize them, and then threw <laughs> shit over their faces like. This is too gross for anybody to see. The same way he covered up the mirrors and the whatever. The mirrors and the windows and the glass. And, the... and he, he locked the door, so he wanted to buy time, I feel like, so we could leave. So he probably skipped out of town. So what if it's knowing that they actually, like, it? I don't know. It's, that's the tough part. Did anyone leave town? Mm-hmm. They, they have a list of fucking people. So for one... Here's some Velisca Axe murder suspects. So one of them was Reverend George Kelly. He was an English-born traveling minister who had reportedly suffered from a mental breakdown as an adult as an adolescent. As an adult, he was he's been accused of peeping on young women and girls and asking them to pose nude for him. (laughs) He came to been described as particular. Yeah, yeah, that was the other thing. Particular, not well, peculiar. Yeah, no, particular. peculiar. <laughs> he, oh no, it's he, peculiar. Oh fuck, guys, I read that wrong. He sorry. actually, he actually came there. Peculiar, sorry, fucking. He actually drinking. Yeah, he actually <laughs> came there June eighth to teach the Children's Day services. So he was there with the Moors. Uh, he was there and worked with Sarah. Who invited then, this guy? And then he and yeah, then he invited the pervert over to teach the yeah. children. <laughs> well, dude, it's a priest. They He's still let dude, dude. It's twenty twenty two, and they still let pervert priests do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, but anyways, they still let their kids alone. He left the same day, June tenth, between five a.m. and five thirty a.m. hours before the bodies were discovered. He left before they were discovered. It was probably him. I think it was him. And that, yeah, that's the th- he confessed wait, to the buddy. murders. Well, yeah, he confessed we got a to whole the list of them, Matthew. Don't don't well, get on. That the was first after one. the the police had been like, you know, fucking on him th- for hours. I think yeah. it was him. I think everything led to him. He went to okay, so he went to court for it twice. Now he confessed <laughs> both times, but one time they didn't believe him. The other time. Is they interrogated him for whatever thing, so they didn't believe the thing. But the second time he got in trouble, whatever is, uh, he he started growing fascinated with the case. And in the weeks that followed, he wrote letters to the police and family of the deceased. A private investigator wrote back asking for details of the murder, which he replied with great details, claimed to have heard sounds and witnessed the murders. They couldn't believe him due to his known mental illnesses, but they still fucking like they grind. How is he a preacher then? It's like that's yeah. I don't know. Like, he's from like England. Nowadays, he was he English born. If he confessed to a crime, they're gonna be like, "Oh, lock this motherfucker up. We don't need anything else." Back then, they're like, "He's like, he's like, I killed these motherfuckers." But did so, you though? Did you? I really? don't know if that was from the first <laughs> one or the second one. But in 1914, all, he, tra- he was. A, oh, I'm sorry. You no, I was gonna say. I was just gonna say. First of all, he travels. Um, and he's a traveling so pervert he, priest. He doesn't have too much ties <laughs> to anyone. There, he's a so patrolling he's, pervert yeah. priest. He can he can murder anyone he wants. He's gonna to move to the next town anyways. Um, and he's a pedo, so he he probably targeted the kids, but then had to murder just to get to them, and then after had to murder them so they didn't remember. And the fact that whoever the fact that they locked it, it could be the preacher because he knows you know that's why he covered all the mirrors and all kinds of stuff like that yeah. too. But the main thing is that he locked the door, which buys time for him to leave before people can get into the house and think something's wrong. Yeah, and he chilled he there for the a doors, long time, though. The family could be outing. The well, that's the thing. And a, into their house. Yeah, they could be like, oh, they're out somewhere. And a religious, yeah, he did a religious, uh, religious ritualistic thing. I don't want God to see me do this or something exactly. and then covers it up. But, you know, I don't know if that was from the first time or second, but the second time was this in 1914, two years later. He was arrested for sending obscene material through the mail to a woman who applied to be a secretary. He may be the first guy that sent dick pics. He was then sent to um, St. Elizabeth's Mental Hospital in Washington, D.C., causing investigators to once again speculate that he was the axe murderer. So that they're other like, stuff was like, something's position. not right with this but, guy. He's sending also, pictures of his genitalia to this woman. <laughs> Also, you know, as he's preaching, so he gets to know his people. He came over. He learned that there's an axe, but I think it was super un- unconventional that he used dude's own axe. He's not well, he, yeah. with a knife. He's not. So it was kind of it was it, it was super unconventional. So the murder was 
not it wasn't planned that well, but it was planned it probably planned the same day. And I was like, oh wait, there's next. I can go up in the attic. I can wait. I can do this. And it was probably planned the same day that it happened because he used his axe. So yeah, I think it was him. You the only thing on thirty minutes. Huh? What was that? Do you think we've been on you gotta 30 pee? minutes? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we definitely have. Um, you want to take a break real quick? or? Yeah, I got to take a piss really bad. I'm actually yeah. kind of... Are, are you at the end of your thought, Joseph? Um. Well, I was going to say the weird... Okay, so, not, so weird the weird... Spot. Yeah, so the weird thing I was saying about um, Reverend George Kelly, though, is the fact that... I mean, he was there June 8th that said for the children's day services, which were like, Sarah was the one that was like, whatever. But I just didn't know if he was there the day they were on the ninth and somehow beat them to their house before he was. Cause they have reason to believe that the dude has been waiting for them all day in the attic or that day. So I don't know, but it said he was there June 8th. So maybe he wasn't, maybe he didn't make much of an appearance that night or he wasn't there the entire night and then dipped out. The dude definitely seems like a fucking psycho and a fucking pervert. But then again, which priest doesn't? <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. that was that was the ending of my fucking thought. That and the fucking I, I laughed so hard at that thing because it's like, bro, this dude sent the first dick pic. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, he was like, oh, you want to be my secretary, huh? What do you think of this? I know, circumcised, <laughs> right? You think I? He's like, yeah, I know. Circumcised. You're shocked. Circumcised, right? You thought you think I'd be a rabbi. <laughs> well, let's go to your application. <laughs> oh, wait, right, my bad. I did the I did the wrong one, you guys. Thank you guys for listening to the Conspiracy Outpost. If you're enjoying us, get on our Patreon. For just $2 a month, you support your boys with their drinking. For just $3 a month, you get access to our Discord. That gets you access to chat with all your hosts in live time. And then for just $4 a month, that gives you access to our bonus show. We are talking about this universe in some of our episodes. We got Joseph and Mike talking on some shit. Um, yeah, so, and then all our, um, our tabletop role-playing game. Um, all our uh, after show episodes will be on there as well. So get on our Patreon if you guys are enjoying us. It's only two, three, and four dollars a month. Four dollars gets you the bonus show. So we got some other things. They believe that because they live near a like a, a railroad or some shit, that um, they believe it could have been a transient. One of those a was hobo. Andrew Sawyer. Oh yeah, and if anybody didn't know, we're going down the murder suspect list since we already started with the priest there. Um, that's the legit uh what the guy the definition of hobo back then yeah <laughs> people that traveled they traveled excuse like me i am a transient sir there was frank fernando <laughs> fernando fernando frank fernando jones Something he was a Villisca resident and um he was an iowa state senator so this is what i guess kind of like uh cool i guess not cool for the family but uh josiah worked for him at a uh <laughs> and uh, at his like implement store for years before leaving to open his own store, reportedly taking business from him. There were also rumors that Josiah was having an affair with um, Frank Fernando Jones's daughter-in-law, though there's no actual proof of that rumor. So this is where it gets um, this is where it gets interesting right here. The next guy up is William Blackie Mansfield. Was rumored wait, to have wait, been hired. You- what? Uh, on the last guy, did you did what? Did you say that he opened up his own store and shit? Oh shit, I did. Yeah, so, so that's yeah. So he he worked. Okay, yeah. So Josiah worked for him, and then I don't know if I did say that. Yeah, yeah. He opened up his own fucking business store, and he actually took some of his like business away. Sick. And a, so and an implement yeah. store is like an and and like an uh an agricultural store, you know, like for farming and shit. And, uh, so he, yeah. And, uh, uh, what's it called? Josiah, when he opened up his own store, he took John Deere dealerships contract with him. Yeah. Yeah. 
See, Casey, I'm sorry. I'm new and to this. And then also, also the there, there was also a rumor that he was having a, uh, a sexual affair yeah, with I, his I, uh, yeah, Jojo's daughter-in-law. Piece of oh, did shit. you? Oh, okay. I, yeah. I, I, I don't think I said John Deere was stealing shit. Tell me, yeah. John Deere has a hand in this? John Deere. Um, yeah. So. Uh, For sure. Their, their tractors are muddied. <laughs> you know, I feel a little like Bloodies. close because Josiah's a fellow Joe and can't just fucking. He actually went by Joe, Joe too, blood. just so you know. But yeah, yeah, he did. Just he so went, you yeah, Joe. I know. I just chose to use this full name, full name because it gave it more of an old school feel, and it also reminded me of yeah. fucking, um, um, uh, a fucking. Jeez, uh, what are those people called? The the people that don't. Amish. The beard starting to hit. Amish, yeah. Amish. I mean, yeah. the Amish, dude. Are there any murder cases in an Amish community? We got to look that up. That would be a perfect podcast for next season. You, you know, you can't well, get business calling you yourself of Trader Joe's. Uh, okay, so the play William Blackie Mansfield. So nine months prior to Velisca murders, there were similar axe murders cases in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Two axe cases followed in Ellsworth, Kansas, and Paola. I don't know how to say that, Kansas. So similar that it raised the suspicion that they were committed by the same person. The Colorado Spring murders were closely related to H.C. Wayne. His wife and child and Mrs. A.J. Burnham were found dead. Who's Mrs. A.J. Burnham? <laughs> I scrambled that a little bit. Okay. They were murdered with an axe. Bed sheets were used to cover the windows and bed cloths were used to clean out the axe and cover the victims. Mansfield was the prime suspect at the Burns Detective Agency of Kansas City. Detective James Newton Wilkerson believed he was a cocaine addicted serial killer and was responsible for the axe. <laughs> <laughs> the axe murders of his wife, infant child, father in law, and mother in law in the Blue Illinois. In Blue Illinois? That right, that right. On July fifth, nineteen fourteen. Well, that's an autocorrect. Anyways, uh, yeah, Pokemon Blue or Pokemon Red, Pokemon. <laughs> he just like would do a line of cocaine, be like, "Oh, you know what I want to do right now? More cocaine? Oh yeah, but I want to axe murder. Whoo! Let's go find a resident, preferably close to a train track." <sighs> I mean, it wouldn't really be that hard. You know, you go through a town, jump off a train when it's slowing down next to the train track, follow that train track till you see a nice house that you like. But when they're not home, just chill out by the tracks, you know, in the distance. See when they leave. Go inside the house, get in there, kill them. And then, well, you got to know when the train's coming. So that way he knows. He was like, oh, the train comes through town at fucking 545. I'm going to murder this family be outside by 5.30 so I can get on this train, you know, be a little early so I can get out of the out of Dodge, you know? A true story. So, like, this was after, like, I watched the, like, the lore show thing. Um, like, a while after, maybe a couple months or maybe around the same time. It was within the same couple of months or whatever. We were actually living by a train track uh, when we moved back here. And it was and, Aurora, uh, Illinois. Was it Aurora, Illinois? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why it said blue. I might have. I don't. I don't know. I might have fucking. I was oh, half awake yeah. when I got to this point. But yeah. So we were by train tracks, and then uh, Anna's mom kept trying to call me when I was at work. I kept ignoring it because I was at work, and then I got mad and said, "You need to like whatever." Because somebody opened the gate and was walking around the backyard. We live by a train track. That's what I thought of instantly. Because I was like, "Well, I can't answer my phone at work. I'm at work." You may get fucking yelled at, but I guess it was like an emergency because somebody actually walked in the back and started like, yeah, probably trying to steal shit. But it's just, well, they thought it was me because I work graveyards. So they were used to me walking through that back gate. So they heard the back gate, looked at what time it was. And it was probably like four in the morning. It's like he doesn't get off till six or seven at seven. Usually actually always seven. So they were like freaked out. So they were trying to call me and they were looking around. They had cameras all throughout, but you can't pick up a person at night on those cameras. Uh, But yeah, I just thought it was crazy because it's next to a train track, like literally next to the train track. They used to drink locos by the train track when we first moved there or here. Same place. That's for another story. 
But for another story, brother. So Wilkerson's investigation include that all murders in these cases were done precisely in the same manner and can prove can prove Mansfield was present in each of the differing crime scenes on the night of the murders. Or wait, yeah. It's different. <coughs> Sorry. Okay. The victims were hacked to death with an axe and the mirrors in the homes were covered. A burning lamp with a chimney off was left and a bowl which the murdered which the murderer washed was found in the kitchen. Each case the murderer avoided leaving fingerprints by wearing gloves, which he believed was strong evidence that it was Mansfield, who knew his fingerprints were on file at the federal military prison at Leavenworth. Leavenworth? Leavenworth. 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 Okay. In 1916, Wilkerson got an investigation open on Mansfield and arrested arrested him, but due to lack of evidence and a payroll and a payroll alibi, placing Mansfield in Illinois at the time was enough to get him released. Mansfield later filed a lawsuit on Wilkerson and was awarded $2,225. So he got, yeah, over that shit. He got paid. Yeah, he got fucking paid because, yeah, he fucking filed a lawsuit on him for fucking whatever. But a restaurant owner from Shenandoah, Shenandoah, I don't know, Iowa, R.H. Thorpe. Yeah, R.H. Thorpe identified Mansfield as a man he saw the morning after the Villisca murders boarding a train at Clarinda. I don't know what that is. He said he had walked from Villisca. If it could be proven, the testimony would disprove Mansfield's uh, alibi. Lullaby. Yeah, I don't know. Apparently, this guy, this restaurant owner, seen him boarding a a train after whatever and claimed he walked from Villisca and got onto the train. This guy, like, it would make only because it seemed like he was in similar areas and all this shit. And it was like the murders all fit the fucking description. Yeah. But that's not even like the craziest one. Um, well, this guy isn't either. I should have done these in the craziest, the fucking least craziest order. Well, the last here. one on there is pretty fucking nuts. Well, yeah, I was gonna say a... uh, what we were just talking is... about for the last. Well, are you are you trying to move on to the next guy, like to a new guy? And, uh, I mean, you can talk about whatever. Yeah, I was gonna move on to another. Yeah, well, guy. I was just, I was just this, gonna this guy say the to think that he did it. The Mansfield it's all one. Circumstantial. There's like, well, we think he was at all of these places. Yeah. Well, there was yeah. a uh, Miss Tina or Miss Vina Tompkins of Marshalltown was on her way to testify that she heard three men in the wood plotting the murder of the Moore family a short time before the killings. Yeah. yeah. In the wood. And they was. Plotting. And that was when she was going to go testify. That. that was. And that was when she was going to go testify against Mr. William Mansfield. Or Mansfield, however you say his name. Thirty men in the woods. They was the guy we were just talking about. Yeah, Yeah, Blackie Mansfield. Oh, Blackie. I don't like saying the word Blackie. I feel like I'm. Yeah, didn't it also say like he was possibly hired by someone to do it? Yeah, that that's what I said at the beginning. By a whitey. Yeah, the Iowa. The Iowa. He was possibly hired by the fucking um, Whitey, the Iowa, the Iowa State Senator Frank Fernando Jones, the one that uh, Josiah worked for. Sorry, Brownie. One, <laughs> the one, the one that fucking uh, he took business from. The one he snaked the he stole. Yeah, he he, well, he took his business and then took the con. Well, who knows if he snaked it? Maybe John Deere's like, I like you, motherfucker. I'm gonna sign with you guys just because you're Maybe here. Maybe that guy. He's got like, the well, actually, I'm about to go. I'm about to go open up my own store. He's like, well, I'm going to go wherever you go, son. And then he's like, oh, shit. And then he went over to his own store, and then he just got the contract. And then they out fucking the made out and butt-fucked on a fucking John Deere tractor. But yeah, so no, there was Henry Lee. accurate. <laughs> so Henry Lee Moore, no relation to the Moores, was a suspected serial killer and convicted of axing his mother Lee and Moore? grandmother. Months I after the vagina, no relation. <laughs> I'm literally more in no relation to like axe killings, but don't axe me if I was there that night because I wasn't. <laughs> it was this done guy. similar to all the before mentioned axe killings, and much like Mansfield, puts him as a prime suspect for the X spree killings. And there was Sam Moyer, that was 
Josiah's brother-in-law, who he reportedly threatened to kill often. His alibi cleared him of all crimes, though, after the investigation. So let's get to the good one here is Paul Mueller. So Bill James and his daughter, Rachel McCarthy James, were the authors of the 2007 book, The Man from the Train. They wrote it together, right? Am I right about that? Or did, well, anyways, it was about the Velisca murders, and um, they believed it was actually a part of a larger series of murders by a single killer, Paul Mueller. Paul Mueller was an immigrant from Germany who was the sole suspect in 1897 murder of a family in West Brookfield, Massachusetts, who he worked for as a farmhand. So, um, James, uh, the James father and daughter duo found newspaper stories detailing dozens of families murdered under similar circumstances across the U.S. They believe Mueller was guilty of the Velisca murders as part of a killing spree that lasted over a decade. That killed at least 59 people in 14 separate incidents, including the Colorado Springs and uh, the Paola crimes. However you fucking say that. It was suspected that the killer was a traveler because he chose families that lived near train tracks and seemed to strike an am- ambush near midnight while the victims were asleep. He would then use the blunt side of an axe rather than the blade to strike victims in the head and face use an axe found at the victim's home and after the murders would leave it in plain sight, then would cover the victims with blankets to prevent blood splatter, cover the windows inside the house and lock the doors before leaving. Yeah. This guy know. sounds like the guy to me. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He when sounds the most it, like what I thought. he was suspect. Um, his suspected crimes often, but not always had a sexual motive directed at a, a pubescent girl as with Lena's being partly disrobed. Yeah. Or Lena's, whatever one. This guy sounds like the most likely, like he was traveling train to train. Yeah, and he was a serial killer. It fits his MO. Yeah, it, it completely. It, it's it's ritualistic. Mm-hmm. Everything he does. Because there's a lot of shit like, in, the, in the house that doesn't make fucking sense. Like a couple yeah. of stuff. Because, I mean, it's, like, very ritualistic to do all that stuff, but if somebody else was going around doing the same shit, like, this guy was going around, there was multiple places. I mean, if you can ride a train to all that, I don't know the exact, you know. We're talking about, uh, this is, uh, Paul Mueller, right? Yeah. Yeah, Mueller, Mueller, Mueller. Yeah, whatever, however you say it. They, 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 well, they attributed to him killing over a decade's worth of time, killing 59 people in 14 uh, separate incidents, uh, including the Colorado Springs and the Polola crimes. Yeah, I said that, you twat waffle. Oh, well, my bad. I missed it. Don't try to pronounce it. It's not worth it. Shit. Um, Yeah, no, I kind of paused because I didn't know what was going on because I kept getting beeps, so I thought maybe I was fucking uh, off of the chat again. Uh, Everybody at home, we are having technical difficulties, but, you know, we're trying to stay on track here. Um, Well, that's all I had, uh, suspect-wise. Honestly, this Paul Mueller guy, between him and the priest, seemed like the closest fucking thing to the actual fucking... Like murderers. It's just crazy that the priest has never murdered again since then is the only biggest issue. Yeah, that's... Yeah. That, that mass murder, he'd have to do it again. Yeah, but he, he was, gonna, he, he was committed, again. though. But then he, he got was committed. Until he saw but the, also... Uh, that dick pic? Yeah, but also the... Yeah, but also... Well, he, the, no, he got committed after the dick pic. They're like, this is outlandish behavior. This is outlandish. No priest should do this. You're going to St. Elizabeth's, which is the top... We don't even uh, send psych- smiles I don't, know if I, put, I don't remember if I put that or not, but it was the top, uh, like, psychiatric fucking hospital at the time, and it was in D.C. Hmm. I don't know if I said that. But yeah, it was, like, the number one, like, place to go for it, and it was in D.C. Um... Yeah, but also, yeah, I don't know, because he was there the day before the fucking thing. 
at the church, the Presbyterian thing. Oh, my God, I can't think. So he was there for the children's program June 8th, 1912, a day before June 9th. But Sarah was the one that orchestrated it. So he would have been there on the 9th, too. But then he did leave at the fucking the wee hours on June 10th of uh, 5 a.m., 5.30 a.m. or whatever, which is before the murders were fucking whatever. It was very coincidental. But also, again, that book, uh, was it in 2007 the book was wrote? I can't remember what it said. Um, Trying to blank. And I exit out my notes. Um, Yeah. So that this guy or whatever, that, that guy, Paul Mueller, seemed like the guy. I don't know. There were similar murders. All these murders kept happening. He could have been hopping trains and just murdering people. Mm-hmm. Could have been. I mean, a serial fucking, a serial killer that's hopping trains and just killing the most convenient ones. I don't know how close the other ones were to the train tracks. It was 2017. 2017. Okay, so 2017. So even earlier on. But they found so many different, I haven't looked at any of them myself, so I can't. But I mean, apparently they found a lot of newspaper articles, like uh, newspaper archives of fucking all these different train um, or all these different axe murders that they believe was this one guy. Hmm. So, I don't know. He seemed like the most likely su- uh, suspect. Yeah, definitely. It's the or one maybe. that when I read it, I went, oh, that's the guy. <laughs> <laughs> the or guy maybe he... it was the dick-picking priest. This yeah. guy. And with that, I think that's a good place to end it. Everybody have a good night. We're going to crash and try to get this whole situation that happened on the computer figured out for next week. Thanks.